This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. (laughs) Welcome everyone to the season three premiere of Dear Hallmark. I am so excited and so thrilled to be with you here in the first episode y'all it's 2023 happy new year um what is it prospero año and all of those other languages that means happy new year (laughs) um if this is your first time listening well take your shoes off and hang your coat up and come on in and take a seat Here at Dear Hallmark, what we do is we talk about all of the new movies that come out on Hallmark Channel. Sometimes we dip into some Hallmark movies and mysteries if it really stirs my soul, both the movies and the mysteries. Sometimes we get into some Up TV madness and sometimes we get into some Great American Family madness as well. So you'll get a little bit of everything from our made-for-TV romance world here in the home of Dear Hallmark. So along with reviews, you'll also get interviews. Um, I'm excited about our lineup for this kind of first half of season three, if you will. I'm very excited uh, with the people that I've already, you know, got some people in the wings. I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing though, but just know that it's gonna be a really, really good season three, y'all. And on top of that, we're finally going to be getting into Sign Seal Delivered. I know y'all have been getting on me like a mosquito, not a mosquito, but y'all have been getting on me about Sign Sealed and Delivered. And you know what? It's here. It's on. It's Orville Redenbacher. It's popping. We're getting into it. Next Thursday is going to be kind of like our foray into the Dead Letters. Um, is it called the Dead Letter Society? The Dead Letter Office? There we go. The Dead Letter Office. Um, and remember the pilot episode. I reviewed the pilot episode the last week of regular Hallmark programming, which is that week leading up t- to like October 16th or what have you to the 22nd or what have you. So be sure to go back. I'll actually link it in the show notes here so that you can go back and listen to that episode before we get back into the season one of Science Sealed and Delivered. Um, So, yeah, I'm excited to be getting into that. I would say, yo, season two all around, because that was my first full year of podcasting, it was really, really, it was really, really cool. I learned a lot. I met a lot of people. I got to have conversations with some really good human beings. And I really, really enjoyed myself, both in the non-holiday and holiday spectrum. And I'm just really appreciative for all of you guys continuing to listen and engage, whether it's through voice messaging And if you don't know, there is a way for you to engage here on the podcast. You can actually leave a voice message. There is a link in the show notes that will take you to a place and you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your thoughts. You're able to do that and I can play it here on the podcast and we can have like a dialogue back and forth. It's really, really cool. 
So between the voice messages, the DMs, the Facebook comments, the YouTube comments, the IG comments, I'm just really excited, thrilled, and all and all of those synonymous adjectives that you guys have really accepted me with open arms here in the Hallmark our little neck of the woods, our little neck of this World Wide Web. Speaking of which, I am happy to announce that the Dear Hallmark podcast has been nominated for not one, but two Decky Awards. If you're not familiar with the Deckies, you should be. So the Deckies is the award show of the premier legendary podcast, Deck the Hallmark, hosted by Bran, Brian, and Dan. And there are three men who review Hallmark movies. And it's a trip. It's a trip. Because Brian loves them. I'm sorry, Bran loves them. Brian likes them. And Dan hates them. So, you know, Dan is always going to throw something in the in the dumpster. He calls them dumpster fires. He's going to run something over with a bus. He's going to run a train through something. And Bran is just going to make a cake every day. That's kind of where we are. Now, there are some instances where Bran doesn't like some things. But for the most part, Bran loves his Hallmark movies. And I vibes with Bran. But what's hilarious, though, you guys, is that for a lot of the Christmas season, I was actually, <laughs> I was vibing with Dan so hard. I was like, dude, I've, I've, I've been team Dan for most of this Christmas season. I don't know what's going on, family. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I also had the wonderful opportunity to guest host with them to review Undercover Holiday from this past Countdown to Christmas season. So I'll be sure to link that episode in the show notes for you as well. I had such fun. Um, they're a really great group of guys, and I, I got to meet with them both in Rama Drama West Palm Beach last year in June and also Christmas Con in New Jersey later in the year in, Dece- in this past December. Um, and they're just a really good crop of dudes, man, that you can just have fun with, you know, and just really enjoy life with. So shout out to them. But I say all that to say they have been doing an award show and purposefully around awards season, which I love so that we have the opportunity as Hallmark fans to give props to our lovely actors and actresses and films within the Hallmark community. So, and they go all out, like they, they put on suits, like it's, they have their envelopes, like it's a thing. So, and they're, um, what do they call their double deckers, which are their paid subscribers, their paid listeners who do a monthly subscription. Uh, they are the ones who do the nominees. They are the ones who vote. So thank you to y'all for voting, dear Hallmark. <laughs> As first of all, so Dear Hallmark was nominated for Hallmark Podcast of the Year. And then also I was nominated for Guest Host of the Year. Um so I I'm you know, I'm just sitting here chilling like a, a, a happy pickle on a log, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just really excited. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. So be sure to well, actually at the time that I, at the time you'll be hearing this, the deckies will have ha- already happened. So we would have known whether or not I have won. Um, but at the time that I'm recording this, it, I have been nominated. So, um, yes, I'm uber, uber, uber excited for that. And if you are listening to this and you didn't have a chance to check out the deckies, the way that you can do so now, since it is already aired, is through Philo. Um, You can go to philotv.com or philo.com 
and you are able to uh, watch Deck the Hallmark on there. And then on there will be the whole Decky's Awards show. It's only like two, I think it's like two hours or so of the award show takes place. So it's really a fun time. I caught it live for the first time last year. And so I know it's going to be like bumbles of fun, bumbles of fun. What I want to do before we go to our first commercial break, though, I want to go over, um, I put out a question on my Instagram and asked you guys what your favorite moments from season two were of the Dear Hallmark podcast. And so I wanted to read some of those out to you guys. Let me make sure I uh, the music doesn't come on, though, because I I honestly use this as an opportunity to show you guys some of my favorite songs. And things that I want you guys to listen to. I ain't gonna lie. If you want to check out what other people thought were their favorite moments of season two, there is a highlight reel on the Dear Hallmark Instagram page that you can check out. It'll be the first one there. Check out what people were saying, because I'm not going to read all of them, but just a little bit of them. So the first one, the first one is, uh, it says, um, Tyler Hines, finally interview and your happiness over mahogany premiere next we have all of them all next all of the interviews but i love how you shined about mahogany interviews and movies christmas bedtime stories (laughs) y'all when i tell you i was upset about that movie i was upset they were all so good. I'll have to write multiple comments. Loved all the interviews. Someone said preview shows with Chad, which we love Chad Maurice here at Dear Hallmark. He has a podcast centered around Great American Family movies called Great American Chat. So if you're interested in learning about that whole community over there and the, the viewership and listenership over there, be sure to check out Chad at Great American Chat. And then lastly, your reviews are so entertaining, especially the ones you don't like. Listen, when I don't like something, I don't like something. And I'm going to let y'all know. <laughs> like if, it hits my, if it rubs my soul with a brillo pad, y'all fin- I'm going to let y'all know. I am going to let y'all know. So thank you guys so much again for engaging in that way and let me know. Um, I, oh gosh, y'all, we... <laughs> I feel like we are setting sail here on a voyage into deeper depths of Hallmark. And I'm excited to go on this journey with you guys this year. So without further ado, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to get into our first review of the year with the Dog Lover's Guide to Dating. So stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, you guys. 
The Dog Lover's Guide to Dating was our New Year's Day movie. And it is the first in the lineup called New Year New Movies. P.S. I hate that name. Let's move on. The Dog Lover's Guide to Dating, according to Hallmark, is about a guy named Simon. Simon believes Chloe is the girl of his dreams, but can't seem to win over her beloved pup. He enlists dog trainer Alex and soon finds himself wondering where his real connection might be. This movie stars Corey Sevier and Rebecca Dalton. So Simon is Corey Sevier, Alex is Rebecca Dalton, and um, this movie was so okay. <laughs> it was so okay. You know, uh, you know how when you eat a, a a double bubble or like you eat the gum after you sucked on a blow pop and it's sweet for a while and then it loses its flavor. That was my journey through this movie. So it had its moments where I was like, OK, you know what I'm saying? I'm chewing the gum. We're in there. And then for a good bit of it, it lost its flavor. And then I didn't want it anymore. (laughs) So I will go off and say that I'm giving this like three, three crowns. I've never seen Corey do as much physical acting. I won't call it comedy because I didn't think it was funny. Um, But I've never seen Corey do as much physical acting in this made for TV romance Space as he's done in this movie the amount of running and um, playing with the dog like the things he did with the dog he was incredibly active in this movie and that was interesting I the jury's still out on if it was good or bad it's just an observation that I'm, I'm I'm putting before you the Hallmark Academy um so there's that uh Rebecca Dalton I kept seeing Victoria Justice in the face and so I had to once I got over that I enjoyed her I think bits of her character though came off a little bit annoying to me the biggest pet peeve of this movie was her eating those dang power bars if there's anything I want my characters to do in movies it's eat don't play with the food. Don't don't fork around with the food when the salad is on your plate. Because all we eat are salads in these movies. I need you to really eat. She had a hot dog. We didn't see her eat it. She just laid it on the table and talked to her sister. She took a bite out of a sandwich, which is great. But for the most part, we're getting power bars. And I'm like, we need to stop this bird food madness and eat like mad food. Now, granted, I know I eat like a Viking. And that doesn't mean everyone else needs to eat like 12 Vikings. But I'm just saying, if we're going to eat, we need to eat. Because I like to eat. <laughs> what do y'all think about that like have y'all noticed that with with some of our movies like some people hardly eat in these movies and, it, and it's funny because it's something I pick up on immediately and it's one of my biggest pet peeves with these movies number one is the empty to go gups but that's another story so I really I just wish she would have eaten because how are you going to make your dog an omelet and you're eating packaging material I don't understand Needless, in any event, um, I thought they did have good chemistry with each other. I just don't think her character was a bit likable for me. She was annoying for bits and pieces of this. Um, 
I liked her sister. I liked that her sister had, um, the sis had body. I said, look at us go with my, <laughs> I was like, sis got some hips and some th like thick thighs save lives. That's what I'm saying. And I appreciated that we saw her, someone built like her in this. I'm appreciative of that. Uh, what else? Um, y'all, <laughs> I might have to dock this to 2.75. I think I'm giving it a three because it still felt like it had, it still has this nouveau hallmark feel to it, which I'm slowly getting with. Okay. But it, it I, 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 I don't think I cared enough about the plot to still be engaged especially at the end the audacity for her to just shade the homie when he was declaring his love and I loved the way Simon declared his love to her at the fundraiser and then she's just gonna say well he's like what do you want and she's like I want you to have a good night skirt skirt excuse me I'm spilling over I'm tipping my glass over to you everything spilled on the table and you're just gonna look at it and walk away oh I felt hurt and offended all oh, him it was it was it was it was it was it was, it was the worst it was the most she was doing the absolute most in the end I'm glad her sister checked her it was a light check it was a love tap but I was like oh my goodness um yeah I this is no I can't say this is my least favorite Corey Sevier movie but I Again, this is a new a New Year's Day movie that I we that we didn't need. We didn't need this. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, Jacob, he was cool. You know, he was he was the tension. The other guy, he was the other piece of the triangle of, of the triangulation that was happening between the three of them so I was cool with it you know and he was he was a guy of of good repute like he he got a good job he's a vet he cleans up nice speaking of which Corey's suit at the fundraiser yes and Chloe who is the girl that Corey fancies at the beginning of the movie which is why he's trying to you know get in Chloe's good crazes with this dog her fundraiser look from the hair to the jewelry to her dress all of it was five stars loved it loved it but the story in and of itself wasn't engaging and the 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 leading ladies like her character wasn't completely likable and I understand that there was she was acting out of hurt because you know we find out that her dad left them and so she she feels extremely guarded and she identifies more with pets than humans which is an interesting take much like uh Paul Campbell's character in Three Wise Men and a Baby with him having super being um a person who has like bad anxiety and so he goes to pets more so than humans um it's so interesting seeing that ugh, i don't know the the word for it but it's interesting when you put those two together that's what i'll say i just thought about that 
but I I'll be okay if I don't watch this again. I do want to say though, the axe throwing scene was was some smoked paprika. Um, because they were too close in the face. I said, hold up now. We getting close in the face. And I've always wanted to go axe throwing. So I loved that I could kind of live vicariously through them. Actually, that's can y'all keep me accountable? By December 31st, 2023, the last episode of this podcast, I need to have said that I've gone axe throwing at some point. Because I that's been something that I've been wanting to do since last summer. And I haven't done it yet. I need to be about it and do it. I really do want to go axe throwing. So y'all keep me... Now don't ask me every week. Ask me every month. Let's say the first of the month, like when rent is due. Dara, did you go axe throwing this month? No? Oh, okay. Um, So March 1st. We're going to start this March 1st. Y'all ask me. Dara, did you go axe throwing? And I'll let y'all know if I've been axe throwing yet. So... um. Oh, and their kiss, their kiss was a, was a marshmallow. It was a luau roast. It wasn't even a marshmallow roast. We are roasting a pig with their kiss. Two of them, the one on the cliff and the one in our epilogue scene. That one, sheesh, that was, I, yeah, I was like, well, (laughs) okay then, okay. Uh, But yeah, those are my thoughts about the, 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 what is it called? The Dog Lover's Guide to Dating. What did you guys think about this movie? Did you watch it live or did you watch it on the replay? I definitely watched it on the replay. Because when I tell you I took time off, I legit took time off. So I am watching this on the back end. And those are my thoughts. You can let me know your thoughts by leaving a voice message. You can let me, you know, comment on the post on IG or Facebook Um, There won't be a YouTube companion to this. We're going to get back to the YouTube companions to the podcast episode next week. Um, So again, for our first time visitors here, normally for regular season, I do a YouTube companion to every podcast episode. Um, But for our first week here, I'm just going to, because we have so many movies to catch up on, I am going to split between podcast and YouTube um so be on the lookout uh the wedding veils will all be on youtube i'm telling you right now all of the wedding veils will be on youtube and then we're doing the national glacier avalanche romance park winter movie on podcast and then the sweeter by chocolate sweeter than chocolate on podcast as well so that is what your week is looking like and With that being said, we're going to take a micro break and we are going to close this out with your weekend, not weekend watching guide, but a love you wary preview. Stay tuned. Welcome back, you guys. So let's get into what Hallmark has for us for the rest of February. We're going to be talking about both Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. We've already seen the first Love You Wary offering with Sweeter Than Chocolate, which we're going to talk about later at the end of this week. 
What we have coming up this weekend, Saturday, February 11th at 8 p.m., is a Paris proposal. And this stars Alexa Penavega and Nicholas Bishop. Before I get into the synopsis, I want to let you know this is the first movie that Alexa is doing since it's been announced that her and her husband, Carlos Penavega, have been locked down by the crown and have signed a multi-picture deal with Hallmark Media. So we will see what kind of, how many movies we'll be getting from the Penavegas this year because now... Alexa is the first Pinavega to give us a movie from the couple. So here is the premise of a, pa- a Paris proposal. Work colleagues Anna, played by Pinavega, and Sebastian, played by Bishop. Oh, I love the name Sebastian. They are mistakenly believed to be a couple while trying to land client Durand Diamonds during a visit to Paris. A misunderstanding leads the Durans to believe Anna and Sebastian are married, making them excited about the prospect of having real life, a real-life couple in charge of the creative vision for their brand and forcing them to try to keep up appearances. We got fake dating. We got Paris. We got diamonds. Sign me up. Punch my ticket Give me my seat. I am very much so looking forward to this. And I pray that the same costumer that did Alexa in Love in the Limelight from Fall into Love, I hope she's doing this one. Because when I tell you, Alexa wins for best wardrobe for me. At first, it was Lacey in Wedding Veil last year. But Alexa's wardrobe was high key, gold medal worthy with love in the limelight and I pray that same costumer is with her in this or was with her in this movie and we're actually going to be or are we going to be on location we will see next we have what's called valentine comma nebraska or I believe the name has changed since then um but Here, I'm on U.S. Magazine, and this article came out January 3rd, but I believe the name has changed since then. Um, This is called Valentine, Nebraska, and it premieres February 18th at 8 p.m., and it stars Katherine Davis and Markian Tarasuk. Now, Katherine is no stranger to the made-for-TV romance space. I've spoken about her a few times. She was our leading lady with one of my favorite up-TV Christmas movies of all time, Christmas on Fifth Avenue. She gave us two Christmas movies last year, one with Lifetime, where she was with Steve Lund, I believe, in Six Degrees of Santa. And then I she did another one. Oh, this is going to, oh, this is going to irk me. Oh, this is going to irk me. She did two. Oh, this is going to irk me. She did two Christmas, Christmas movies. Oh, well suited. Was it Santa got style? Santa's got style. That's what it was. And I think that was up TV's uh, Christmas movie. And she was with Franco Lopresti. I loved both of her Christmas movies. She's darling. She's charming. She's adorable. And I think she would be a great addition to the Hallmark roster. Although I wouldn't want her to sign a deal because I really love seeing her on the different networks. I think she's one that does really great on all four of the major or three of the major players. And I haven't seen anything by Markian Tarasuk yet. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. 
Here is the premise of Valentine, Nebraska. After losing her boyfriend and job in the same week, Olivia, played by Katherine Davis, heads home to Nebraska to regroup. Olivia agrees to get a ride from her roommate's friend, George, who was driving from New York to Los Angeles. Uh-oh, we got a road trip situation. The two strangers set out on the open road, both on their way to being who they think they're supposed to be. Hmm. When George's car breaks down mere miles from Olivia's hometown, he has to stay a few more days in Valentine, Nebraska with Olivia and her sister. After spending so much time together, the two realize that their priorities might have changed and love is what truly matters. Okay. Let's go on to the next one. We have Saturday, February 25th at 8 p.m. Made for Each Other is the title, and it stars Alexandra Tertian, Matt Cohen, Aaron O'Connell, and Elena Douglas. Here is our premise. A sculptor uses magic to mold her ideal man into reality, but begins to fall for her real-life friend and embraces the flaws that make love perfectly imperfect. This reminds me of that there's one movie that's kind of like that that came out uh, quite a few years ago, and it was about a a woman who, I believe she painted her real-life beau, and or like her ideal guy and her ideal guy actually manifests and comes to real life but all the while she ends up with her friend like i gotta find that movie i got i'll come back to you guys on that i gotta find that movie and it's not the one with ariel kibble with the vision board it's not her it's not i don't know if it's a hallmark movie or not but it is like a made for tv romance movie i gotta find it Next, we're going to shimmy on over to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, kicking us off over there Sunday, February 5th, what already premiered Grilling Season, A Curious Caterer Mystery. I'm going to read the synopsis anyway, even though most of us has probably already seen it by this point. But if you haven't already, this is the second in the Nikki DeLoach and Andrew Walker mystery franchise. Here is the premise. Professional caterer Goldie Berry is on a mission to clear her name after her friend Susie Craig is killed following a barbecue explosion. Goldie was the last one to use the grill and therefore finds herself and her reputation under suspicion. She teams up with Detective Tom Schultz once again to learn the truth. As they weed through manipulative party guests, heated gossip, and dark secrets, the suspect list grows with familiar names, ranging from business partners to ex-spouses. Goldie and Tom realize that the murderer might be closer to them than they initially imagined. And lastly, this is the second, well, this is one that I am equally excited about after reading all of the Hallmark Channel synopses. The Hallmark Channel one that I'm most excited about is A Paris Proposal, and this is right up there with it. This is Hallmark Mahogany's third non-holiday offering, but fourth movie in total that we are getting from the franchise, and it's titled A Nashville Legacy. It's going to premiere Sunday, February 26th at 9 p.m. It stars Andrea Lewis, who is a OG veteran in the Degrassi Hall of Fame. She's like an OG Degrassi actor. She's from my generation, Degrassi. 
We got Pooch Hall. Y'all, let me just take a moment because I don't think y'all understand. Mr. Pooch Hall is heralded in the black community as, as, as one of the dopest actors. He is so dynamic. He is so versatile. He can do comedy. He can do drama. He can do romance. I remember seeing him way back in the day um, on this network, you had Nickelodeon and then you had Noggin and then you had The N. The N was ded- was dedicated to like teen teenagers. So they had more quote unquote mature viewing. So during Black History Month, they had a mini series called Miracles Boys about three brothers having to live together after their mom passed away suddenly in Harlem and Pooch played the oldest brother who was still young himself he was only in his early 20s but he then had to look he had to look after his two younger brothers who were both in in high school and needed a legal guardian so he became their legal guardian they're in like Brooklyn or Harlem or something in New York in a brownstone and that was my first introduction to Pooch he killed it and I have been following his career ever since He's then gone on to do The Game, which is they, I think it's in this like second reboot, which is crazy because that, that show has garnered a lot of attention from a lot of people. And most recently, he has been on the Ray Donovan series on FX. Um, I don't know any other movies he's done in between time, but those are the three Miracles Boys, The Game, and Ray Donovan that. I like that stick out to me the most out of his filmography. Um, but when I tell you Pooch ain't, ain't new to this, he true to this. Now he's new to Hallmark and I, <laughs> I'm already getting excited. I need us to have BJ Britt and Pooch Hall become new players on the Hallmark roster. I'm just saying I need Pooch and BJ Britt to become new players on the Hallmark roster. Cause when I tell you homie can bring it and I hope the story allows Pooch to really do his thing because when I tell you he can bring it, he can bring it and I'm not blowing smoke. I'm, I'm being for real. Like the dude can act his socks off. He really can. All right, let's, let's go back. Let me stop being president of the, the Pooch fan club here. So this movie also stars Stan Shaw and Roz Ryan And I love that they're premiering this movie during Black History Month as well, too, because February is Black History Month. Here is the premise. After moving to Nashville to intern as a curator at... All right, hold on. (laughs) We got curators and museums. I'm already in. After moving to Nashville to intern as a curator at the local museum, Naima meets a volunteer named Damien. First of all, he looks like a Damien. But there is more to him than meets the eye. Damien is actually the heir to the Barry Hall Records empire run by his father, Franklin Barry Hall. This is giving me like Motown, Barry Gordy vibes. But he is struggling to step out from under his father's shadow of success. The two begin to get close, bending over, I'm sorry, bonding over their love for music and their desire to leave their respective marks on the world. Now, what has been told to me that I want to visit in Nashville, there is actually a black like a national black music museum in nashville that i think is super dope and i love that this movie being about black musicians or black music is taking place in nashville i wonder if they're going to acknowledge that museum or if the knowledge of that museum inspired this movie that's so interesting to me 
at the time of me recording this, I haven't seen any previews. I haven't seen any stills, but I am incredibly excited for this. And I just hope we get Pooja in another Hallmark movie. I just need him to get on the roster. Ugh. Okay. But that is our last offering for February. Um, at my time of recording this, we have not received any information on our on any March offerings because I know March that can be kind of an in between month. Um, we can get some what are what they're calling bonus ori- bonus originals, or they can actually start Spring into Love in March. So we'll find out, and of course I'll let you guys know um, all the goings on and when Spring into Love will happen. But first we have to get through Love You Wearing. Well, you guys, that's going to do it for me here on this first episode of season three of Dear Hallmark. Let me know, what do you think about the movies that we have coming up the rest of this month? We have a total of six movies for February, um, whereas we had five for uh January and that's because we only had one Hallmark Movies and Mysteries movie which I did watch I did watch um what is it Family Mystery History Family History Mysteries uh with Janelle Parrish and Niall Mater and I have been watching Away Home um but I will not be reviewing Away Home I want to just enjoy that as a viewer as a fan um and just kind of consume it for my own pleasure and the same with the mysteries. How the mysteries are going to go, if something is overwhelmingly bad or overwhelmingly good, I'll let you guys know. But for the most part, um, I won't be reviewing the mysteries either. I mean, unless you guys want me to. Would you? Do you guys want me to review the mysteries? I might put I might put a poll up in Instagram on in on Instagram so you guys can you know vote and you you tell me you're y'all are the the board here you're the board of directors you are hallmark academies the you know the hallmark academy so you let me know do you want me to review the mysteries uh so this is my second close thank you guys so much for listening uh be sure to rate and review if you haven't already and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to this and be sure to also subscribe to the youtube channel because my reactions and reviews are going to differ between the youtube channel and the podcast with the podcast you are going to get a more informed in-depth analysis of the movie and kind of my like nitty-gritty thoughts whereas with the youtube you're going to get more so my emotional first impression takes of the movies so here we are at my third close i love you guys and i will (laughs) i will talk to you guys in the next episode ciao my friends